Okay, so today we are going to be reading a book called E.T., The Extraterrestrial. And it's based on the film written by Melissa Matheson and directed by Steven Spielberg. And it is read today by Mommy and... What's your name? Philip. Philip. Okay. And... I'll look at this, Philip. This story is based on a movie that came out a long time ago. Like, when Mommy was young. And it might have some moments in the movie that are a little bit too scary. I think for some people um, in certain age groups. So we're going to read the book so you can know the story. You ready? Okay. It was the week before Halloween. Elliot wanted to play with his brother Michael, but Michael said no. Come on, guys, Elliot pleaded. I can fight goblins, too. Just go get the pizza, Michael said. Elliot went outside and paid the delivery man. On the way back inside, he heard a noise coming from the shed. Elliot lived near a forest, and sometimes coyotes wandered into the shed. But these footprints didn't look like coyote tracks. And... Coyotes don't roll balls to kids. It definitely wasn't a coyote, Elliot tried to tell his family. There's a goblin in the shed, a real goblin. Where's the pizza? Michael asked. No one believed Elliot's story. The next day, Elliot went beyond the shed and looked in the woods to look for the goblin. Some people, he saw some people with strange equipment looking for something. Were they looking for the goblin too? If they found it, what would they do to it? Elliot had to find the goblin first. That night, after everyone was asleep, Elliot left a trail of candy from the shed into the house, up the stairs, and into his room. Do you think he wants to keep the 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 goblin in his bedroom? I don't know. That's a good idea. It turned out the goblin liked candy. The next day, Elliot introduced the goblin to Michael and to his little sister, Gertie. Michael and Gertie quickly realized what Elliot had learned the night before. The goblin was kind and very smart. The kids were excited. At T-E-T. See, hold on, let's pause for just a moment to explain something. When there is a period after the letter, then that means that this letter actually is a representation of a word. Mm -hmm. And so you pronounce the letter T. For the extraterrestrial. Okay. Now, the kids were excited and curious about their new friend. He seemed too nice to be a goblin. Maybe he's a monkey, said Michael. I don't like his feet, said Gertie. We 
are here. Home, Elliot said. Where are you from? And in the picture, he's got a, he's got a globe. He's got the earth and he's pointing to the planet. Well, the goblin pointed up at the sky. Then he used his powers and some fruits and vegetables to create a model of his solar system. And in the picture, he's got, look at this, all of these fruits and vegetables are kind of floating in the air. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy indeed. In fact, look at them floating all over the place. Our, our friends in the in who are listening can't see these pictures, so they don't know what we're doing. Avocado. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I don't know if that is an avocado. It kind of looks like it might be an onion or something. Okay. So the goblin wasn't a goblin at all. It was an extraterrestrial, an alien from another planet. Elliot called him E.T. for short. Meanwhile, the people looking for E.T. were getting closer. The next morning, the kids went off to school. Their mom was leaving for work when she heard a noise coming from the closet. But when she opened the door, all she saw was were stuffed animals. Is that really all that she saw? Yeah, E.T. was in there, huh? After she left, E.T. had the house to himself, and he went exploring. First, he made friends with the local wildlife. Then he got something to eat, and he found a toy to play with, and something to read. He watched... A toy to play with. Mm, that's right here. And this is something... I don't know if they make this toy anymore. It was a toy from the 80s. I think it was called a speak and spell. And it would have you spell things out. Now, he watched the television. He learned about earth forms of communication, all of which gave him an idea. If only he could find everything he needed. What do you think his idea was? When Gertie came home, he taught e she taught E.T. the alphabet. B is for balloon, she said. B, E.T. said. Yes, Gertie said. B, good. Elliot got home not much later and found E.T. in his closet. Gertie and E.T. were playing dress up together. Elliot, E.T. said. I taught him to talk, Gertie bragged. Elliot found a box of items that E.T. had collected. He cut himself on a saw blade. Ouch! Elliot yelped. Ouch! E.T. said. His fingers began to glow. E.T. touched his fingertip to Elliot's, and the cut healed. Now, would you like to be able to touch someone and heal them? Like if you had an owie. And I went, doing. That'd be pretty cool, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then E.T. showed Elliot and Gertie a drawing of something he wanted to build. It looked like a radio. Phone home, E.T. said. 
E.T. worked all night on his radio. Or worked on his radio all night. Meanwhile, the people who were looking for E.T. were getting even closer. E.T. wanted his family to find him and take him home. But he had to hurry. E.T. wasn't meant to live on Earth. He was starting to feel sick. Just like there's lots of places on the Earth that we are not meant to live. We're not meant to live... I don't know. Um, yeah, under the sea in the ocean. No, we're not supposed to be down there. If we stayed in the ocean for too long, we would definitely get sick. And same situation here. Um, so he needs to find the right environment. The next day was Halloween. It was the perfect time to get E.T. into the woods where he could use the radio to send a clear signal home. Michael and Elliot pretended that E.T. was Gertie. Off. Gertie, his sister? Where is she? I think she probably was staying in and missing out on Halloween because she wanted E.T. to get home safely. Off they went, into the streets in broad daylight, and no one suspected a thing. Some of the costumes made E.T. think of home. Away from other trick-or-treaters, Elliot and E.T. got on Elliot's bike and headed into the woods. When the ride got bumpy, E.T. took over. Together, they rose off the ground and soared through the sky. They landed in a clearing and assembled the radio. E.T. pointed toward the sky, and they sat down to wait. E.T., or I'm sorry, Elliot woke up the next morning. He woke up cold the next morning. He and E.T. had been in the woods all night. And in the picture, it doesn't look like like he's very happy to be there. It looks kind of like he slept on the cold forest floor. By the time they got home, the people who were searching for E.T. were at Elliot's house. They were scientists, and they wanted to learn about E.T. They put him in a box to bring him to their lab. Does E.T. look happy to be in that box? No. I think there might have been a better way to do that, don't you? No. As Elliot was saying goodbye, E.T.'s chest started to glow. E.T., phone home, E.T. said. Does this mean they're coming? Asked Elliot. Yes, said E.T. Elliot knew this was his last chance to help E.T. While the scientists were busy packing up their equipment, Elliot and Michael snuck E.T. out of the house. Michael's friends brought their bikes and they all raced to the woods. The scientists chased them. To escape, E.T. used his powers again, and all the boys soared up into the sky. When they reached the forest, a giant spaceship was landing. Nice sound effects. I love your sound effects, Philip. They're the best. Elliot was sad that his friend had to go. E.T. was sad, too. The tip of E.T.'s finger lit up, and he touched Elliot's 
forehead. I'll be right here, said E.T. Elliot knew he could always remember their extraordinary friendship. And that... I'll be right here. Yes. I'll be right here. Right in my, right in my memories. Mm-hmm. And that is the end. Yeah.